Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Lovesame! Mike Smith! A game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. Be like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Ryan. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! We are dry side of right circle! No risk, no gain. And now we're going to have a goalie for action! This is NHL overtime! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Officer Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies and huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. remember back to trying to get tickets game five of the edmonton los angeles Kings series 1982 uh hanging out with my cousin and uh listening to uh, rush in his truck and uh wow that's that's 38 years ago wow I'm getting old. This is Oilers Now. We're going to have some fun today. It's brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We had a game light last night. It was an exhibition game. It wasn't like your typical exhibition game. Uh, we're going to have lots of audio coming up in the first half hour of the show. Get to NHL today. There's six exhibition games. We're just a couple days away from the puck drop on the qualifiers, Edmonton and the Chicago Blackhawks. And then we've got all of our regular Wednesday contributors to the show. 
From the NHL Network, Brian Lawton. From the Cult of Hockey, David Staples. And our NHL insider, John Shannon, who knows a whole lot about TV. There'll be a couple different themes on today's show. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to guess if you're listening to a show called Oilers now, there's a strong probability that you watched last night's exhibition game uh, via Sportsnet. Maybe you tuned us in on the Oilers radio network as well. And I'd like to get uh, some thoughts, number one on the difference that you noticed with the broadcast, not having fans there, uh, what you thought of it. So partially on the, the kind of broadcast side, and then number two, your assessment of the Oilers' performance. You can do so by texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors is ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. We'll also tell you that our River Cree Resort Casino hotline is 780-496-0063. River Cree, back up and at them, over 1,350 slot machines. They have multiple dining locations out at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement bet on it, including the brand-new Italia. Our top story, four gray rock exteriors, Mother Nature wreaks havoc on your home. Book your free no-obligation inspection today. Visit grayrockexteriors.ca. I'll bring Brendan Escott in. Not quite yet, though. Not quite yet. We're going to go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault because the top story today is that the Oilers ended up getting a 4-1 exhibition game victory over the Calgary Flames. And with the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings at Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Here are the dulcet tones of Jack Michaels. Many of you maybe watched the game, didn't get a chance to hear our broadcast. This is what it sounded like last night from the 6.30 Chet Studios. Whistled up the right-hand side, and Leon Dreisaitl centering a line with Ennis and Yamamoto charges into the zone. Ennis, here's a shot, save, rebound, score! Kyler Yamamoto buries it behind Cam Talbot, and Edmonton takes a 1-0 lead. Talbot made the initial save, but Kyler Yamamoto drove the lane and beat Elias Lindholm to the hole and rifles one in Lynette, and the Oilers have a quick 1-0 lead. And McDavid corrals it, Back to Clefbaum, drives on the left circle, wrist shot block, rebound, backdoor score. Connor McDavid pumps it top shelf. Power play goal, Edmonton. It's 2-0. Picked off by Mangiapane. Here comes Michael Backlund. Mangiapane, one timer to save on Bennett. Rebound and a sprawling right pad save made by Koskinen. No idea where the puck was. Turned over, shot, diving Koskinen, makes one save. Second opportunity. What a block by Tyler Ennis. Bennett breaks free and now it's Dubé. Left wing, toward the net, back to Bennett. One timer, what a save made by Mike Smith. As he waxed on and got it with a left mitt. Johnny Goodrow, top of the right circle. Back to Gustafson. Shot, save Smith. Rebound, Lindholm scores. Matt Benning able to collect the puck for the Oilers. He, Chris Russell. Oh, we're redirect off and right to Patrick Russell who backhands it home. A redirect, a weird bounce on a little flip. And it caught David Riddick napping. All he could do was stick out the right pass and he booted it right to Patrick Russell. That would have been his first in the NHL. Nugent Hopkins, the assist. Here's McDavid walking in off the draw. Shoots and scores. Short side. And Edmonton all of a sudden has broken it open. 4-1 as McDavid fools Riddick. Beats him five-hole. And his second of the game puts this one out of reach. 4-1, 4-0-1 to play. 
All right, there you go. That's what it sounded like. And uh, special thanks to all of the uh, engineering group at uh, 630 Chad, headed up by Mike Evans and then our own engineering uh, ace for game days, Troy Bowler, who's worked with us now for the last six years. The sync up between the audio provided from the building, uh, the satellite that we received, courteous of our friends at Global, the work that Sid Smith and his group did with Stu McDonald and Tim Shipton to coordinate that all, and uh, well, you just heard it, and you know, I had lots of people including several people in the business today that uh, are never afraid to uh, to uh, help consult and share some thoughts and give us some perspective. And I, I got to tell you, when you hear that audio, Brendan, can you tell that Jack's not in the building when you when you hear that uh, when you hear those calls? Not at all. It's funny because when I was putting that together, it didn't even really dawn on me that it was in an empty boardroom where you guys aren't in the rink. You're in the boardroom right across yeah. the, from the studio here. So I'd like to know what people uh, thought of the the broadcast and also the Oilers' performance. But let's get a, uh, in terms of the overall assessment. Back into the Oilers now. Audio Vault for direct work. Where here's Dave Tippett. Some good, some bad. You certainly had some some things that I uh, I like what we did. I like both our goaltenders. They uh, certainly played well. A um, couple power plays were all right. Uh, but some work to do. There's some some spots that we uh, had to give, have to get some of the kinks out. And uh, so, all in all, you know, you like to win, but it was a good game for evaluating where we are and uh, and some players where they fit and uh, some things we have to work on the next couple of days. There's no question that last night's Battle of Alberta. Obviously, it's not going to replicate an in-season game. But it was physical. It was in one of the guys that experienced that right away was Philip Broberg. Like, they are hitting, and they weren't hitting during the scrimmages. Um, and so guys took uh, their opportunity to welcome Philip Broberg into the National Hockey League. But there was a degree of chippiness in the game, and Cassian flat, and Eric Gustafson with a hit right at the Oilers bench. Kachuk came in and uh, took a shot at James Neal from behind. Neal came back at him and stuck him and got the uh, retaliatory minor on the play. There was a double sequence of double minors involving Gaetan Haas and Josh Archibald with Zach Ronaldo and Michael Stone of the Flames. And uh, you could clearly uh, develop an appreciation for the uh, the George Carlin-esque vocabulary that was deployed by Zach Ronaldo to explain what he was going to do to Josh Archibald. Uh, anyhow, uh, the game had some chippiness. Here's Dave Tippett. You know, it's funny. You don't know what to expect. You're, you know, there's things that you want to work on with your team, but you haven't played in so long. You're playing Calgary, which is obviously a rivalry. Um, I think one of the assistant coaches said it best. He said it wasn't an exhibition game. It wasn't a full playoff game, but it wasn't an exhibition game either. It was somewhere in between. And um, from a coaching standpoint, I was happy for that. There's a little bit of emotion in it, a little, uh, you know, some speed, some momentum changes, things that are uh, things that you want to see your team go through. Um, and like I say, there was some things that I thought we did well. There's some things that we really have to look at and, and improve. And uh, if you just have a an exhibition game that's like a shinny game where nobody wants to get hurt or they're just, you know, it's just... To get through it, then you're not going to accomplish as much. I thought tonight there was uh, there was enough competitiveness in it where you can get a read on things, and uh, it'll help us going forward. Obviously, the Oilers uh, goaltender stopped 36 out of 37 Calgary Flame shots. Dave Tippett had this to say, and also provided some insight on what's going on with Riley Sheehan, who did not play last night. 
it's a, it's going to be a hard decision, but it's it's a decision you feel comfortable with both ways because both guys will play very well. So I like Sheehan play uh, Sheehan practice today for the first time uh, back again. He'll we have a day off tomorrow, but he'll uh, hopefully he'll be uh, ready for practice on Thursday. But Hosser Hosser played well. We we played him on a lot of penalty kill tonight. That's an area we think we can he can help us with. So he uh, you know we'll we'll just see where Riley is. See where it goes the rest of the week, but she and uh, she and skated today, which was positive. And we mentioned Philip Roberg earlier. He was the Oilers' seventh defenseman. Caleb Jones did not play. Dave Tippett uh, provided us a perspective as to how the decision came to be that Broberg drew into the lineup. Uh, Jones is nicked up a little bit right now, so he uh, wasn't available to us today. Uh, that's why he was scheduled to play, and when he couldn't play, uh, we talked about all the other defensemen we have and. Broberg is the only guy in our camp that hasn't played an NHL game. Bouchard's played games, uh, Lagason played games. And if we got down to the situation where we thought we needed him, I would rather have his first experience in the NHL be an exhibition game. And with a young player like that, I think you could see some of that out there tonight. He's a real competitive kid, skates very well, but uh, the game moves quick out there. And uh, it was good to see us get, a, get see him get his feet wet. Um, but he's a, he's a young player, and he's got great upside. So that was the, went, went into the decision. We wanted to make sure going into the, to the, uh, to the play-in round, everybody on our team has played an NHL game, and uh, hopefully whoever we need to jump into spots uh, can jump in there and do the job for us. 12-18 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you. We're in the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Connor McDavid, two goals last night. Uh, looked pretty good. He had this to say in his assessment of the 4-1 win. I, uh, I liked our first period, didn't like our second, and I thought we responded well in the third. So and we kind of had all the highs and lows of uh, one game, and, and um, you know those are the type of swings you're going to see in the playoffs. So... You know, we've uh, done our best to, to prepare ourselves, and we have a couple more days to do that, and we'll be ready to go Saturday. Ethan uh, Bear paid homage to his uh, heritage last night and had a name bar in Cree. And here is the guy that was, in my opinion, by far the Oilers' best defenseman in last night's game, just uh, commenting on the uniqueness of uh, having his name bar in Cree. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very honorable. Um, you know, to, it's honorable to the players that play before me and then, you know, to the young Indigenous kids who, who want to play in NHL, it's, uh, you know, it's very honorable for me. And, you know, I wore it with pride tonight, and, you know, it was, uh, it was very awesome. This guy's going to be a star. Like, he's he can really move the puck. He was completely under poise. He's been the Oilers' best defenseman in training camp. It looked good again last night. What a story for the Oilers. A fifth-round pick back in that 2015 NHL draft. We're not sure who the starter is going to be, but Mike Smith says that's okay. To be honest, it's just kind of one day at a time, and there's no there's been no indication on who's starting game one. Obviously, both guys want to play. Um, you know, I, I I really believe that. You know, I play my best hockey in the playoffs. That's that's when you want to play your best. Um, obviously, I want to play. Miko's played well and wants to play also. So I think it'll be a healthy competition. Has been all season long, and I think the coach will have a hard decision come game one. But I think both guys are going to get the opportunity to to play in some games. It's going to be a kind of a weird schedule. And uh, both guys are probably going to be needed at some point. So I think if we want to make a long run, both guys are are obviously uh, going to play a huge part in that. 
Yeah, both goaltenders were locked in last night. Um, the pairing of Clefbaum and Larson, I think they'll get better once we get into the qualifiers. Again, I mentioned Ethan Bear was terrific. Nurse thought had a very strong game as well, jumped up a bit. Uh, one tough read for uh, Matt Benning, but, you know, I, I, I just... Russell and Benning, that's a serviceable third pairing for me in the National Hockey League. I love that the coaches kept on giving Broberg minutes so we could thought he got better as the game wore on. Um, players went out of their way to kind of set up James Neal. Zach Cassian ran around a bit, had some other quiet moments during the course of last night's game. Again, exhibition game kind of comes with the territory. Gaetan Haas, for me, was fine. I mean, you want him to win more face-offs on the PK. But he's quick and uh, gets to pucks and wins some puck battles through speed. Um, Athanasio, again, he remains, for me, a bit of an enigma. I'll be intrigued to see where he eventually fits. Because uh, if he if he can contribute offensively, that's going to be an added asset for the Edmonton Oilers. And uh, the Oilers' best line, I've come to a conclusion since Christmas, it's pretty obvious. 97 and 29, McDavid and Drysaddle are both first-line centers. I mean, they were 1-2 in the NHL in scoring this year. Drysaddle 110, McDavid 97. The first line's the line that gets Ryan Nugent Hopkins on the left wing. And um, the Oilers 5v5 play final five minutes of the first until midway through the third. Wasn't good enough. And teams like Vegas and St. Louis would have seen that. And don't think for a second that Chicago's not sitting there saying, we got to play the game five on five. Because the Oilers power play looked lethal. That's a quick assessment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Of last night's game. It's 12-22. We're going to step out and get back with NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing with Brendan Escott when we come back. Hi, this is Oscar Clefbaum from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed. 12-24 in Edmonton. Uh, let's go to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromotionalMarketing.com. Drew Shamahorn and his staff will take care of you. Back at the 630 Chad Studios, a big part of the show. Here's Brendan Escott. Well, Toronto knocked off Montreal 4-2 in their exhibition tune-up last night. Alex Kerfoot picking up a pair of goals for the Leafs. Earlier, Pittsburgh lost 3-2 in overtime to Philadelphia. Scott Lawton had the game winner there. A bunch of action coming up today. One is ongoing, about six minutes left in the third period in uh, Florida between the Lightning and Panthers. Uh, Lightning up 5-0 there. Point and Kucherov, each with a couple of goals to their credit. Luke Shen has the fifth marker there. Uh, later on today, you'll see the Avalanche and Wild in a tune-up. Hurricanes and Capitals. Blues and Blackhawks. That goes at uh, 4.30 Ched time. Islanders and Rangers and then Canucks and Jets. They all square off as well. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers alumni are excited to announce the 2020 recipients of Good the job. Al Hamilton Scholarship. McKenzie 
Lindsay Buchanan of Alberta, or pardon me, Edmonton, Alberta, and Ayad Mustafa of uh, Vegreville, Alberta. Established in 2001, the Al Hamilton Scholarship awarded annually to students from northern Alberta who excel in academics, athletics, and community service. Just of note here, recipients will receive $2,000 per school year to a maximum of $8,000 over four years. Anaheim Ducks uh, extended forward Sonny Milano two years, $1.7 million per, and the NWHL Bob is aiming for a January start to its uh, return to play. They can start skating on uh, October 19th is when practices will start. Ari, we got two minutes to take uh, text. Just before we do, Brendan, your thought in 30 seconds or less than what you saw out of the orders last night. Uh, more intensity than I expected. I thought that the right guys were doing a lot of flying around. Um We'll see. You know, five on five is going to be is going to be it, right? But there there were some people showing flashes. I liked what I saw out of some of the forechecking that fourth line did. That was good there, and the goaltending looked real ready to go as well. All right, uh, John has texted us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. He says, "Bob, I'm trying to think of who Ethan Bear reminds me of. A smaller defenseman who's so smooth and calm under pressure, and always seems to make the right decision. Maybe Phil Housley." Uh, your thoughts from John. I'm going to have to think about a comparable for Ethan. Um, um, I don't think Phil Helsley could really skate. I don't think Ethan has the same explosiveness. And frankly, and I know Phil's a Hall of Fame defenseman, um, I think Ethan's tougher than Phil Helsley. Like I don't recall Phil Helsley squaring up with the Matthew Kajuks of the world. So <laughs> if, if I put it this way, if I had any money and was a company right now, um, I would be reaching out uh, to uh, Ethan Bear's agency and partnering up because I think there's a massive opportunity. The guy has fast become one of the most popular uh, Oiler players around. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Bob, your thoughts on Broberg last night? This text says... I thought it was okay. he was okay. He got more ice time than I was expecting. With his ice time, I think it was close to 10 minutes, which is a big step for a raw rookie. You know what? He got hit early, and they went after him, and they face-washed him, and they worked him over a little bit, and they, you know, Backlund took a cheap shot at him late in the game. I thought he was fine. You know, he was fine. And it, this was not a typical – this was a tune-up for the playoffs. So it was not a typical game. Off to a global news weather traffic update with David Bowles. And when we come back in Oilers Now from the NHL Network, Brian Lawton, you're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.